Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Just a warning, this episode is full of spoilers for Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 4. You have been warned. Welcome to Mum Mia Recaps, the podcast that doesn't care if there was a rogue coffee cup in last night's episode of Game of Thrones because it gives us more things to talk about. I'm Claire Stevens, the editor of Mum Mia. And I'm Holly Wainwright. You'll know me from Mum Mia Out Loud and this glorious mess. And we're here to talk about the show that everybody is obsessed with, Game of Thrones, today, Season 8, Episode 4. But before we get into things, let's just have a quick rundown of what happened last night. Surprise! Gendry becomes a Baratheon and he asks Arya to become his wife and join the Stark and Baratheon houses like Ned and Robert wanted to all the way back in season one. I have a son, you have a daughter, we'll join our houses. But Arya's like, I'm not a lady. I never have been. Sansa really hates Danny, but she makes up with the Hound, which is random. Jamie and Brienne get it on finally, which was just <laughs> my... Oh, dear God, I loved it. Sam and Gilly are having a baby. John tells Arya and Sansa that he's not really a Stark, which, I mean, Jesus, he couldn't keep that secret for literally five minutes. Then Sansa tells Tyrion this fact, because apparently no one in the Stark family can keep a secret. They all head off for King's Landing. Cersei is pregnant still, which, I mean, is she pregnant, is she pregnant? Sounds like she is, but now she's telling Euron Greyjoy that he's the father. It's going to go full Maury Povich. But is it his? Probably not. Greyjoy ambushes Danny's fleet and kills a dragon, which was the part that hurt my feelings <laughs> the most. Cersei chops Missandri's head off and we only have two episodes left and holy crap. Oh my God. I was thinking when I saw that dragon go down, I was like, Claire's going to be more upset about that than anything else that's happened this season. The worst part was our internet was playing up. So the dragon got stabbed and then we got the spinny wheel of death. And so we had to go back and then watch it again. And then we went to watch it a third time. And I was like, I can't, I can't watch this dragon be stabbed again. This is so sad. And it goes into the water and Drogon's like, right girl? What's happening? I I cannot attribute emotions to these dragons. Oh, I can. I was just like last night, I was like, what is the point of a dragon? Oh. If they're so easy to kill Mm. and you don't use them to flame the shit out of your enemies when you have the chance. I know. She was there on the dragon going, I'm so mad. Not blasting them. I know, because of the arrows. So obviously the question now is can the war really be won with one dragon? Look, it's not looking good for Danny, no. is it? It's really interesting how they've turned the way you feel about her as well, mm-hmm. I think. Well, it has for me anyway. I'm kind of like now, I'm like, oh, Danny, please <laughs> give it up. <laughs> but it's really interesting how quickly it can turn from them being this force that can beat a load of White Walkers, the undead, and a vast army of the undead, to now they're looking pretty shabby, really, with their one dragon, depleted forces who are all tired, which is what Sansa said. They're tired, don't take them down there. And Jon Snow and his mates riding down. I don't think they can. So a lot of people are thinking that Danny is becoming more and more like her father, the Mad King, and that there are now two 
mad queens. There's Cersei, who's bloody evil and crazy, and there's Danny, who's getting a little bit evil and crazy. This is I love this theory, this idea that that's where this is all ending up with these two mad queens because it's not in any way where this show started. And we've talked about this before a little bit, I think, about how I feel like when Game of Thrones first started, the women were just kind of ornamental. And now they are the main storyline and they're the most interesting characters and they're everything. But this is clearly where this is leading because ever since Danny found out about Jon Snow, not being Jon Snow, she has been showing her true colours and her her naked ambition is a turn-off, which is interesting in itself because is that just because we don't like women who are super ambitious? Last night she was begging Jon. You are my queen. I don't know what else I can say. You can say nothing. To anyone, ever. Never tell them who you really are. Swear your brother and Samuel Tarly to secrecy and tell no one else. Or it will take on a life of its own and you won't be able to control it or what it does to people. No matter how many times you bend the knee. No matter what you swear. And it was so manipulative and shitty. So now my allegiances have all gone to John. But anyway, yeah, she's clearly going mad. She's losing the plot. She's making irrational decisions. She's letting her anger and her fear drive her, which is always a bad idea. Exactly. And it was interesting, that conversation last night between Varys and Tyrion, where they were talking about who's a better leader and that sort of thing. And they were like, Have you considered the best ruler might be someone who doesn't want to rule? We're discussing treason. Don't pretend you haven't thought about it. Of course I've thought about it. Thoughts aren't treason. He's temperate and measured. He's a man, which makes him more appealing to the lords of Westeros, whose support we are going to need. Joffrey was a man. I don't think a cock is a true qualification, as I'm sure you'd agree. And he's the heir to the throne. Yes, because he's a man, cocks are important, I'm afraid. And I was like, oh, well, that's a bit sad. She's gone all this way and now bloody sexism is going to stop her. But it's not just sexism because she's gone crying. Well, I agree because I I felt the same way I was watching that scene. I'm like, shut up, Varys. And then I was like, but I would actually really think that Jon Snow would make a better king of the world than, than Danny at this point unless she gets her shit together. But she's definitely turning crazy. As for Cersei, she has always been crazy and she just always needs to get people onto her side to implement her insanity and she was pretty brutal last night yeah that scene where she's got misandre which look i'm gonna say it i think there were some plot holes last night how did they get misandre i will never understand that they're in a sinking ship and then all of a sudden she cersei's got her and i'm like i don't understand this at all but okay so She's got Miss Andre and bloody Grey Worm has to watch her get a head chopped off. That was, it was rough. I, um, I will agree with you about that. Last night, after the brilliance of last week's episode, last night was a little bit like, oh, suddenly Danny's flying over the Greyjoy fleet were here already. Oh, the wife they got Miss Andre and why, it was a little bit jump and cut. It, felt, it feels like they're trying to do so much that there are a few holes. But it was... Really sad because Missandre's lovely. I know, and I just I still haven't really accepted that she's she's always been there. She just really has Great always been. Upset. There. But it's, there's so much here about women because 
Tyrion tried to appeal to Cersei's maternal side in yes. order to save the day. Now, that was never going to work mm. because I love how we always talk about Cersei and Cersei's character is that's her saving grace is that she loves her children, but she was pretty horrible to her children when they were around, to be honest. And her children were pretty horrible too, yes. Well, mostly. Yes. And anyway, there, so we're supposed to think that she might, for the love of her unborn baby, she's going to give up all that she's ever wanted and she's like, nah. And also, who even knows if there is an unborn baby? I know. And if there is, how unborn is it? Is it Jamie unborn or is it Euron unborn? Like, we, it's all very confusing. Who knows what the hell is going on there? But I think definitely the two women are going, they're definitely taking over the narrative. Two mad queens. Yes, they are. So there's actually a third woman who's taking over the narrative and it's Potty Sansa and her inability to keep a goddamn secret. My sense, so John tells her and says, you have to promise not to tell anyone. And then seriously, the first person she speaks to after that, (laughs) she's like, oh, BT Dubs, I've got goss. I've got goss about John. I think she had her fingers crossed behind her back. I know. I'm like, Sansa, please. It was really bad. I think part of me is thinking, is this going to be Jon Snow's demise? Is Danny going to kill him or something like that because the secret has come out and Sansa is going to regret this for the rest of her life, not, not being able to keep the secret? But my sympathies are with Sansa here because she's right. Like, she's absolutely right about that. Danny, when she was begging John not to tell, was like, ugh, Danny, how pathetic. Get yourself together. Like, I felt like Sansa and Aya, and Aya wouldn't tell anybody. No, she Because she wouldn't. is a woman of honour. Yeah. But Sansa was like, hold on, so now I know that you're the true-born king and you should be in charge and not the woman with the dragons who's clearly losing it. How am I supposed to keep that to myself? How is that going to be good for the world? I also really like the theme of them discussing a leader who doesn't want to be a leader because so bloody true whenever I look at politics especially in Australia I'm like what kind of idiot slash arrogant human wants to be a leader so I love the narrative of like I would love some politician who's like I didn't want to be a leader it got thrust upon me I'd be like yeah where do we think I is going I don't know. What yeah. do you think? I think so. I think she's going to King's Landing to kill Cersei, right? Because that's what she's always wanted to do, and she wants to be the one to do it. And now she's killed the night. Can we just talk quickly about how nobody said anything about Aya killing the Night King okay. for ages? She didn't get enough credit. It was really awkward. I'm like, okay, so clearly she's going to get like a medal, and like, I don't know, some a freaking somebody's going to give her lots of. Sh- What's of money? Like somebody should give her a dragon. She got nothing. <laughs> I know. It was like, thanks, Aya. She got a proposal that she didn't want. I know. Did that break your heart or not? I knew she'd say no. Yeah. There's no way she was going to say yes. She's too busy. She's got too much going on. There's a lot of feminist themes in last night's show because she was turning down the marriage proposal. Danny was basically openly manipulating the man who's obsessed with her so that she can be in power not him mm-hmm. and Cersei's like whatever about appealing to my maternal slide I'm just gonna chop this chick's head off like yeah. it's very interesting like turning over all these feminine ideals and Brienne and her oh, Brienne. beautiful relationship with Jamie, which is my favorite so did it shall I, I just got to admit that when that first happened and they, I was like no that's not gonna happen I didn't think that was ever gonna happen Did you? No, I didn't think, and I still feel a bit weird about it. I'm like, I don't know if that was a bit forced. But I guess it was a build-up to 
Jamie then having to leave. That was good. And do we think he is going to help her or kill Cersei? Well, it was really hard to tell. That scene was really well written, except for I did not like seeing Brienne begging. I'm like, Brienne, you're better than that. Just be like, all right, you want to go? Go. Go back to your crazy-ass sister. I'll hang out with Podrick. Yeah, exactly. Me and Pod will have some good times (laughs) now that I know what's going on. Anyway, I think he's going to kill her. Yes, yes. I think he's turned some kind of leaf and he's going to – because it didn't make sense for all of a sudden it to just – he's just like, bam, I'm going to help her again. I'm like, what? I think that Jamie like, – and I said this out loud to the television when he said, I'm hateful too, I'm not a good man. I was like, yes, you are, Jamie. Yeah. You are a good man. You've done terrible things but even the fact you acknowledge them. Like can you imagine Cersei sitting down and listing – all the awful oh my shit gosh. And then there was that time that I chained the woman's daughter to the wall and poisoned her and made her look at her for 100 years. Yeah. There was that time I blew up all my family. And, like, that's, that's, not good. that's not Cersei's bag. I think Jamie is a good man. I have to believe that in my heart, but it's got to be a big part of the at the end, doesn't it, what Jamie's going to do. It feels like all these people are riding to King's Landing and you're not entirely clear of their motives, what's going to happen but they better hurry up because Danny's there with a rubbish dragon. I know. Somebody just needs to infiltrate and kill Cersei and I is good because she's little. But they can't <laughs> do that again. There's no way that she can be the one to kill Cersei because it's too much of last week. That's true. The one thing I keep thinking throughout this whole season I've had in the back of my mind that the cast, there before the season was aired, a lot of the cast have said, you are not going to be happy with who ends up on the throne. So every time I'm looking at it, I'm like, Oh, like right now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it looks like maybe they'll help John get on the throne and then John will end up there. No, we know this isn't going to end well. This is going to surprise us and something terrible is going to happen and somebody weird slash awful is going to end up on the throne. Yeah, I think you're right. So until next week... The second last episode ever. I can't deal. There's only two left, Claire Game of Thrones. I can't wait. So we will talk to you after that episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.